Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Attorney General acts on election. Urging prosecutors to look into allegations of fraud. COVID crisis deepens. These rates of growth are truly chilling. Supreme Court considers Obamacare. This case could have an impact on 21 million people. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, President-elect Joe Biden's being denied the government resources to ease the transition of power. The Trump administration's put up a roadblock as the Department of Justice gives prosecutors the green light to investigate the election. Here's CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed. Attorney General William Barr has given the president's unsubstantiated allegations of voter fraud a boost by allowing prosecutors to go around longstanding policies to investigate allegations of fraud. There have been no factual allegations that support the idea that there was any kind of fraud or improprieties. Election law expert David Becker served in the DOJ during the 2000 election dispute in Florida. No circumstances should the attorney general or the Department of Justice be serving as the president's personal lawyers. While Barr's memo gives DOJ the okay to investigate, it does clearly state parameters. The president is also shaking up his own cabinet, using Twitter to announce the firing of Defense Secretary Mark Esper. Esper was the fourth person to hold the job in four years. CBS News political correspondent Ed O'Keefe with more on the administration bid to undercut any smooth transfer of power. The transition office is being blocked from full access to federal agencies by Emily Murphy, a Trump appointee who leads the General Services Administration that handles the logistics of a transition. GSA has said Murphy will only grant Biden's team full access and funding once she ascertains a winner is clear. A Biden-Harris transition official told reporters that if the GSA doesn't act soon, there are a number of options on the table. The two Republican U.S. senators in Georgia have called for the resignation of Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. He's the head of Georgia's elections and a fellow member of the GOP, Raffensperger says he won't quit. He's indicated there aren't enough outstanding votes to send Georgia into President Trump's column. More than 10 million Americans have been infected with COVID-19 since the pandemic began. There have been more than a million new cases since the end of October, and caseloads are on the rise in 47 states. CBS's Janet Chamlian is in one of the current epicenters of the outbreak. This is what it's come to in El Paso. Mobile morgues filled with a backlog of bodies. And it's not enough. There will be 10 of the trucks in the next few days. We're all a little bit overwhelmed. At the Purchase Funeral Home, Nina Macias showed us a room filled to capacity. How are these families coping when you talk to them? They're scared. Um, A lot of families that have had a loved one pass away from COVID, they're all worried that they may be next. 
El Paso County is one of the nation's COVID epicenters. More than 22,000 new cases in the last two weeks. Texas now surpassing a million coronavirus cases, the most in the nation. Well, just hours after Pfizer reported positive news with its coronavirus vaccine candidate, the FDA has allowed emergency use of the first antibody drug to help fight COVID-19. CBS's Dr. David Agus says it's an experimental treatment from Eli Lilly. This antibody is a class of drugs that President Trump and Chris Christie received. And when used early in disease, has a dramatic impact in terms of reducing hospitalization and later complications from the virus. On CBS This Morning, Health Secretary Alex Azar indicated governors need to be ready to act when a vaccine is ready. They will actually make the determinations of um, who should get the vaccine within their state, focused on the most vulnerable, and then by the end of January, we would have enough for all of our healthcare workers and first responders, and by the end of March to early April, we should have enough for all Americans. From London, CBS's Vicki Barker tells us there's more evidence some people who recover from severe COVID cases that require hospitalization may be left with lasting effects. The British study of more than 62,000 Americans who caught COVID found 20 percent, one in five, went on to be diagnosed with a psychiatric disorder within 90 days of discharge. Anxiety, depression, and insomnia were the most common conditions, but the researchers also found significantly higher risks of dementia. Regulators in the European Union have just filed antitrust charges against Amazon, accusing it of using data to gain an unfair advantage over merchants' using its platform. A week after the election, the U.S. Supreme Court hears arguments today in a case challenging Obamacare. It's a push by Republican attorneys general in 18 states to strike down the law, and that could threaten coverage for 23 million people. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. The issue in the case is whether when Congress in 2017 eliminated the penalty for individuals not purchasing health insurance, It made the entire act unconstitutional. The police chief in Marshall, Arkansas, has resigned after posting online threats of violence against Democrats. Lang Holland called for death to all Marxist Democrats, and he urged followers to, quote, take no prisoners and leave no survivors. Well, there's a manhunt after the fatal shooting of a Houston police officer. It happened near a motel when the officer, who was in street clothes, traded gunfire with at least one driver on an interstate. Mayor Sylvester Turner. I want this city to pray for the police department. And then I want people in the city to pray for this city. The co-creator of a cartoon classic has died. Ken Spears was 82 years old. His son tells Variety he had Louis body dementia. Spears' death comes just three months after the death of the other man behind Scooby-Doo, Joe Ruby. On TV last night, the game show Jeopardy began with a tribute to the late host Alex Trebek. He loved this show and everything it stood for. In fact, he taped his final episodes less than two weeks ago. Executive producer Mike Richards called Trebek's death an enormous loss. We will air his final 35 episodes as they were shot. That's what he wanted. On behalf of everyone here at Jeopardy, thank you for everything, Alex.
An online dictionary based overseas has revealed its word of the year. Lockdown. 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 It's the word on everybody's lips across the globe. The Collins Dictionary registered over a quarter of a million usages of the word lockdown during this year, up from a mere 4,000 last year. The dictionary said it added the term because it encapsulates the shared experience of billions of people. Other words in their top ten include social distancing, keyworker and furlough. Elaine Cobb, CBS News. A key sign of China's economic recovery from the pandemic could come tomorrow on what's known as the Singles Day Online Shopping Festival. Last year, shoppers spent more than $38 billion on e-commerce websites like Alibaba. Deep discounts are being offered and experts say people may be willing to spend after a year of uncertainty. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.